This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Karen Hand. This week, why we eat what we eat. People who like a lot of sensation and burning in your mouth is a lot of sensation are more likely to be sensation seekers. The science behind our relationship with food when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show. Here's a preview of what they're covering on Viewpoints this week. This week on Viewpoints. Many, many people have spent many years and a lot of money looking for Captain Kidd's buried hoard, but none of them have found it and none of them will. The epic history of America's most notorious pirates. Then, a true revolution in writing technology is changing how we communicate, and that also changes what stories we tell. The power of stories to shape people, history, civilization. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Viewpoints on your favorite radio station, iTunes, and Stitcher. some people love to eat jalapeno peppers, but others can't stand foods that hot? Why do some people drink their coffee black and others add cream and sugar? Well, it turns out the answers are surprisingly complex and varied, so much so that it's even become a scientific field called neurogastronomy. Neurogastronomy is a new field that is taking the science of nutrition, of the neuroscience of what happens when you consume food and our perception and our psychology and all the things that go into making food into one domain called neurogastronomy. And the idea is to be able to basically explain our relationship with food and all the factors that go into it. That's Rachel Hers, adjunct assistant professor of psychiatry and human behavior at Brown University and author of Why You Eat What You Eat, the science behind our relationship with food. Hers breaks down the complex field of neurogastronomy into its basic components, starting with taste. Taste is the ability to detect chemicals that are dissolved in the saliva in our mouth, and we respond to four of them specifically, salt, sour, sweet, and bitter. And each of them is referencing a different kind of chemical, and different receptors are responsive to each of them differently, and then they trigger specific reactions in our brain to be able to perceive them and to like them or dislike them. However, hers says there's some controversy as to whether there are more than just these four basic tastes. The most famous one and the most contentious one, I think, is umami. A lot of people consider that a fifth basic taste. I don't because it tastes really, really similar to salt. Another controversial taste these days is fat. So there are people who say that fat is another basic taste. And things like calcium even, or there's metallic taste and all kinds of things. And while we're talking about taste, what about those ubiquitous tongue maps you've seen that show where receptors for specific tastes are located on the tongue? The idea that we have a tongue map, that is to say that there are specific areas on our tongue that only are sensitive to one taste, like the back of the mouth is where you detect bitter, you can't detect it on the tip of your tongue or the size of your tongue, or the tip of the tongue is where you detect sweet, you can't detect it anywhere else. That is totally wrong. You can detect all taste sensations everywhere, 
And this development of a tongue map actually has a fun history, sort of fun. I mean, if you want to, if you think these myths are, have a fun basis, in that it started off with the misinterpretation by a Harvard professor in the early 1940s of an old paper that was written by a graduate student in Germany at the beginning of the 20th century. So I think it was like 1901 when the paper was first written. And this person misinterpreted what the student had written in the paper in German, and then wrote his interpretation in a very famous textbook that was published in English in the early 1940s. But why do some people love hot chili peppers and others won't go near them? Why do some people love the taste of coffee while others think it's really bitter? Her says part of the reason is whether or not you are what she calls a super taster. Super tasters are extremely sensitive to bitter. They're also sensitive to other sensations like sweet and creaminess and the sting of peppers and so forth. But super tasters are most likely to either put sugar or cream or both into their coffee to dull down the bitterness. And so people who really like black coffee are people who are less sensitive to bitter overall. But we've also learned a very powerful emotional connection to coffee that can make us override the unpleasantness to a large degree. But being a super taster or not is just one factor that can dictate food preferences. It turns out your personality also has a lot to do with the food choices you make. People who really like hot, spicy foods, there tends to be a correlation with being what's known as sensation-seeking. So this is a personality trait that's connected to extroversion and means that you like trying daring new exciting things like, you know, skydiving or, you know, oh, I love to get lost when I'm in a new city or I'll just try anything because it seems interesting and exciting or I love riding roller coasters and that kind of stuff. So people who like a lot of sensation and burning in your mouth is a lot of sensation are more likely to be sensation seekers. So people who are hot pepper lovers are likely to be sensation seekers in other domains of their life, but they're unlikely to be super tasters. Emotions also give us cravings for certain foods. Most of our cravings are for things that give us pleasure. So, you know, going back to sweet and fat, both of those stimuli when we perceive them in our mouth, they trigger dopamine, which is the reward neurotransmitter. They trigger endorphins, which is our body's natural morphine. So they literally relieve us of any pain we're feeling, either physically or emotionally. They make us feel really good. They're giving us instant joy. And the problem is that most likely you don't need to consume those nutrients for a health and survival perspective. You just want them because it makes you feel good. However, many people have problems with food. Over a third of all adults in the U.S. are obese. Hers says making good food choices is like walking a tightrope, where we constantly balance what we want to eat with what we need to eat. My whole position, though, isn't that anyone should restrict themselves. I want people to get joy and pleasure from food. So it's fine to have the cookie. It's fine to have that ice cream sundae, but just not too much of it. So to recognize, okay, here's where I'm getting pleasure, and so now it's worth it. I don't maybe need the calories for survival, but getting the pleasure is a good thing. The first bite is definitely pure pleasure. But after the fifth bite, after the eighth bite, after the tenth bite, is it really still pleasure? And so ask yourself, and this is something that I actually do as well, you know, are the calories in versus worth the pleasure in? And if you say yes, then it's okay to eat it. If you say no, then that's the time to stop.
Hers believes that knowing why you eat what you eat can help give you the power to control what and how much food you consume. You can learn more about all our guests through a link on our website at radiohealthjournal.net. Our writer-producer this week is Polly Hansen. Studio production by Jason Dickey. I'm Karen Hand. Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. A first-of-its-kind preclinical study shows that lactating rodent mothers taking supplements of a rare form of vitamin B3 called NR, or niogen, enjoyed significant health benefits. And their offspring did too. The study in the journal Cell Reports found that mothers supplemented with NR produced more milk and lost more weight than control animals. Mother's milk contained more of a molecule known to promote neuron growth. Offspring showed better neurobehavioral development even into adulthood. Dr. Charles Brenner of the University of Iowa discovered NR and was principal investigator. In the 15 years since I discovered NR as a vitamin, I've been continually impressed by the power of this molecule to address metabolic health. Based upon our newest research, niogen has great potential in the areas of women's and family health. Previous studies have shown that in middle-aged and older adults, niogen raises body levels of the coenzyme NAD, which is essential for cells to process energy. Find out more at aboutnad.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-568-1647. That's 800-568-1647. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-568-1647. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-835-1478. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-835-1478. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-835-1478. That's 1-800-835-1478. Thank you for listening to Radio Health Journal, a production of MediaTracks Communications. If you enjoyed this week's show, please leave a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. You can find more Radio Health Journal stories about health, science, and technology on iTunes, Stitcher, and at RadioHealthJournal.net.